This podcast may contain adult language and situations, graphic, gory details, and other not-so-nice things. Listener discretion is advised. Am I on? You're on. Here we are with Patreon July version of... Resort disasters. Resort nightmares. Resort nightmares. <laughs> you're still you're still distracted from my birthing story. Yeah. Actually told me some scary stuff before we started. I'm just trying She's to prepping pre- me. I'm and just that's trying fine. to prepare you. That's fine. It's not all rainbows like oh. the Kardashians. Let me tell you, Courtney just having her best life in her second trimester, and I'm like can barely move out of the bed. I'm like, what in the hell is she taking? <laughs> You're sweaty. Have at you seen her pregnancy photos? Like, this I look like Adam Sandler at all times. <laughs> I haven't worn makeup in months. I'm sweaty. I haven't straightened or dried my hair in months. And then there's freaking Kourtney Kardashian. I don't, I'm like, stop looking amazing. I don't feel like I ever was the Pinterest pregnant girl. Oh, gosh. Or the TikTok with the, the cute, TikTokers, the cute pregnant outfits, and who the, has the energy? No, that's why I'm not. not I was at mm. work throwing up, or at Sonic eating a foot long chili cheese cone. That actually sounds much better than putting makeup on. I I'm just saying, wasn't in the boots and the the <sighs> little dress. Mm-mm. But no. good for them. I know. I'm envious. Good for them. But we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about resort, resort does nightmares. <laughs> Yes, yes. So I saw several stories when I was researching, looking for cases, and most of them were about bed bugs or mildewy bathrooms at five-star resorts. And I'm like, no, 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 no. These are not the nightmares that we want. So even though it's disgusting from some of the pictures I saw, I I already have irrational fears when I stay at hotels. Mm-hmm. Do you? I don't think they're irrational because I've stayed in some hotels where there was blood on the pillow. Girl. <laughs> that hotel Yancey picked out. <gasps> blood on no. my pillow. So I picked up a different one and I pulled back the pillowcase pillowcase to see and there was mold on it. Black mold. Oh my God. Did you switch rooms? No. It was like the middle. We Lacey. got there super late. We were getting on the cruise the next day. So I had no time, but it was I would have the in my car. worst. I would have went to somebody else's room. And stay. Uh-uh. So I don't have irrational fears. I'm afraid of bugs. I'm afraid of blood. I'm afraid of semen being behind the headboard. Ew. I don't like hairs. Oh, no. I can't. Mm-mm. A pube on the <gasps> toilet. Shh. That will send me into shock. Is that how you got pregnant? I hate a pube on the toilet. I'm serious. Even in my own house, if I see a toilet. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I, I hate to be on the lower level of a hotel because oh. I always think, oh my God, if this building collapses, like those condos did in Florida, oh yeah, we will be buried alive if we don't die immediately. But then I also hate being on higher floors. I don't like being up really high either. Because I'm like, oh my God, if this building catches fire... The fire truck ladder right. cannot reach me, and I 
am not going to jump, how am I going to save my baby? Like sky rises when you stay in hotels or something. Yes. Yeah. I and don't I'm like on being 25th floor. I'm like, I don't love this. And then, anyways, I'm going on vacation in a few weeks. So mm. now I feel like I need to check my reservation and see what floor I'm on. And don't get me started on the carbon monoxide. Like that scares me too. I guess I haven't thought of that while staying at a hotel. Well, well, now I will. Well, remember that resort in, was it the Bahamas? Oh, That yeah. all those people died from carbon mm. monoxide. I have one of the little portable ones when I travel. And yes, because I'm that person. That's cool. And I take it with me. So hmm. I'm super fun on vacations. That's good to have. I didn't know that was a thing. I love if that. you think you're going to take me out listen, of town. I love some safety. Don't get me started. Listen, if you want to take me out of town all willy nilly and think you're going to get freaky, I have a carbon monoxide. <laughs> I'm going to bring a black light and make sure there's no semen. Oh, uh-huh. I don't even want to know though sometimes about stuff. You know, of course there's going to be semen spots. It, the sheets should be changed. But um, they can't get every sir. You know what I mean? Why would there be semen on There's the wall? Ex- sprayers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what people do. Maybe it's someone's fetish to on the wall to jizz on the wall. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I told you I have crazy thoughts, but clearly you have. Them I too. do too. I I don't know. It's always worst case scenario for me too. So that's why I can't sleep like a normal person. That's why I have an ulcer. I just panic. Anyways, I did find a case that I've never heard about to tell you. It's not really about a specific resort, more of a mysterious death that happened there. So, in 2016, sisters Annie and Robin Corky were found dead in the same hotel bed in the seashells. The Seashell Islands are a chain of islands in the Indian Ocean about 900 miles from the coast of East Africa. So this is like a fancy Whoa, I've never heard of that. This pair of sisters had been enjoying this this vacation of a lifetime. On September the 15th, 2016, 37-year-old Annie and 42-year-old Robin arrived at the Maya Luxury Resort and Spa. The sisters had already traveled through Kenya, Tanzania, and Zanzibar. They were best friends, and they decided to finish off their trip to Africa with a stay at this exclusive vacation destination. And rooms typically cost about $2,000 a night. Holy crap. That was in 2016. So the two women were seen making the most of this wonderful vacation. Mm -hmm. I will never go on a trip like this, so I can just imagine how awesome it was. And they were relaxing and going to the spa, hotel bars, just living the best life. This is real housewife stuff. For sure. So on September the 21st, Anne and Robin were helped back to their room by a butler at the end of the evening, and he locked the door behind him when he left. So maybe they had too much to drink, and he helped them back to their room. So what happened next is still a mystery. Nobody really knows. The next morning, the resort staff noticed that the door was locked. And when they tried to wake the women, there was no answer. So they reported it to the police. And 
Authorities came and discovered both Corky's sisters lying motionless in the bed and quickly realized they were deceased. They were found without any clear signs of a physical attack or obvious trauma to their bodies. So Annie worked as a financial trader at J.P. Morgan in Denver and was a member of the synchronized skating team in Colorado. Wow. She had talked about this trip forever. All of her friends knew about it. She and Robin felt like it was a wonderful way to celebrate their relationship as sisters, their love of travel and adventure. I'm not this close to either one of my sisters. <laughs> I don't have a sister, so I can't relate. I'm like, I we're going to Florida together and we're both, it's dicey. We're both dreading it because we can tolerate oh, each other. Oh, it's a family-ish type yes. of trip. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, that's like me when we go on family family trips in general. It's nice to have memories with your family, but it's... You almost need a vacation when you're done. Right. That's how I always feel. No, and I and I love my sister. My little sister's going mm-hmm. with me and we're we're very close in age. Um and our kids are close in age. So it's it's fun that we we've kind of went through the you know, the high school years together. We were best yeah. friends when we were little and in the high school years we hated each other. Yeah. In college we kind of came back and then we were both single in our 20s and had an apartment together mm-hmm. and then we both had kids and got married around the same time and we both got divorced around <laughs> the same time. Yeah. So we're, I mean, I love her, I adore her, but I think that's every relationship, especially siblings. You're yeah. like, I can tolerate you. I'd fight anybody for you, mm-hmm. but I might fight you too. Yeah. <laughs> so, but these that two sisters, yeah, these two sisters were super close. Um, So Robin worked as a commodities trader in Chicago, and she lived in the Wicker Park neighborhood. So both sisters, you know, they were tight-knit family. They were originally from Minnesota, and they were just inseparable. So news of their tragic deaths soon reached the media, and reports began to emerge that medications were taken from the room as part of the investigation. But the room was undisturbed. There were no signs of a struggle and no illegal substances were found. Initial postmortem results revealed that Annie's lungs were full of fluid, described as acute pulmonary and cerebral edema, while only Robin's lungs were affected. So these indicators gave some clues to the circumstances in which the girls may have died. Hmm. Like, what... But what triggered this, you know, these symptoms, nobody knew. It was still a mystery. So what that is, pulmonary edema, is excess water in the lungs. Cerebral edema is excess water on the brain. So why would you have that? It's, that's what they're saying. They don't know why they would have had that. Annie had excess fluid on the brain and the lungs and Robin, it was just the lungs. So this is due, this was due to an acute combination of drug intoxication, which is mixing alcohol, codeine, and morphine. This is what can happen. Morphine? Yes. A forensic pathologist shared that any number of things could have caused the edema including the drugs, but 
both sisters were in great health and seasoned travelers and upstanding citizens. Like they weren't junkies. They weren't. I could see having Tylenol with codeine on you mm-hmm. and drinking at the same time mm-hmm. and not really realizing. Mm-hmm. But morphine? I'm that's getting to that. so strange to me. I'm getting to that. So months after their passing, Annie and Robbins, a conclusive toxicology report was released in December of 2016 and police concluded their investigation announcing that both girls had died from a lethal combination of codeine, morphine, and alcohol. The deaths of the sisters were determined to be accidental. So here's the thing. Prescription opiates like Vicodin, Oxycontin, Tylenol 3 with codeine, or Percocet combined with alcohol can result in a slowed or or arrested breathing, lowered pulse and blood pressure, unconsciousness, coma, and potential death. Coding is a prescription opioid painkiller and cough suppressant that is similar to the structure of morphine. So morphine, Percocet, Oxycontin, all of those things have Tylenol in them and can. So I don't want to misquote myself, so let me read this. So some people do take the larger doses than prescribed or mix the drugs with other substances such as alcohol to get a stronger effect. The main reason why people use codeine is because of its euphoric high that the drug produces. So people who take it because they're sick may realize that it also kind of makes them feel a little funny, Hmm. which can lead to them then abusing it, taking more Mm -hmm. or drinking alcohol with it to get high. The intense high can cause people to crave the drug past the point of what is prescribed and become increasingly tolerant of the drug's effects, requiring more and more of it. Many people misuse codeine, and then they may start to combine it with alcohol, like I said, to intensify either high, although the dose in, nope. Although this does increase the level of intoxication, it also makes it easier for users to overdose on the drug which is usually fatal. Despite the potentially dangerous consequences, many people cannot resist that high and will continue to mix it with alcohol. Mm. Combining alcohol and codeine is extremely dangerous. The mixture intensifies the effects, which increases the risk of overdose. This is because alcohol can cause narcotic pain relievers like codeine to rapidly release. So where it would normally release at a slower rate, when you mix it with alcohol, it releases much quicker and results in dangerously high blood levels and intoxication. So wow. it, that's why you feel so fucked up. Ugh. Normal opioid overdoses require an emergency medical responder and they'll administer naloxone to temporarily stop the overdose symptoms until the patient can be transported to the hospital. But when alcohol is added to the mix, naloxone cannot reverse the symptoms of an overdose. Mm. Immediate medical attention is the only thing that can help. So if you are starting to overdose, you're fucked. Unless you're that close to hospital. Or, and they have to pump your stomach. Like that's how they get it out of you. And 
if it doesn't happen fast enough, then the patients will die. <sighs> so that's my story. So what do you think? Some people think that it was an accident and other people think that they did like a joint suicide. But what would be their reason exactly. for suicide Exactly, if everything was going okay? Mm-hmm. It is odd to me that they both did it. It just, I'm just. I mean, not that. that right. I guess they're best friends, though. It would be one thing if they weren't super close, I guess, mm-hmm. but maybe they're into the same things and they'd been doing that. Well, that's what I think. I, I'm, I'm just spitballing. Mm-hmm. I don't know this for sure, but it just kind of seems to me like maybe one of the sisters had this prescription. Yeah. Because she had been ill or whatever. And. They were drinking and having a good time, and they wanted to get high. So they took it, both of them, and they'd probably done it before mm-hmm. and was fine. Yeah, and they didn't know. And didn't realize. Ugh. Maybe they'd had too much to drink this time oh or whatever, and they both did it, and it was a complete accident. That's so awful. It's a way. horrible tragedy. Man. That family lost two kids at once, <sighs> and people... Be careful when you drink Mixing with pills. Mixing meds in general and then adding alcohol. Even antibiotics. Oh, it's like Michelle McNamara with uh-huh. her mixing that and sleeping pills. That's often in yes. the mix, sleeping pills yes. with something else. And people don't realize Mm-mm. when you, you can combine, die. Yeah, when you combine different drugs, it can have way different effects. Mm-mm. Just don't drink. If it says don't drink, or you can be like me, ask Lacey. If I'm on an antibiotic. She does not drink. I don't drink. I will call the pharmacy and ask she, Yeah, she won't do it, even if they're like, yeah, it's fine. Even she, Lacey's husband, who is a doctor, is like, you're totally fine. You can have a drink. I'm like, nope, I'm going to call a pharmacist. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It I just, mean, you can't mess with it because no. I don't want to accidentally do this to myself. Ugh. I don't think they did it on purpose. I don't think they did either. I feel like there's faster ways. I don't know. I don't think much about that, but mm, I wouldn't think that would be a fun way to die. I think it would be kind of slow, but gosh, it makes me, they must have been pretty drunk. Well, Well, I guess I don't know. I'm just speculating, but they didn't know they were dying, obviously, right? Because they weren't calling the front desk. They were at a hotel they could leave or call someone at the hotel lobby, but they weren't doing that, which makes me think they were so medicated or drunk that they didn't know they were in such danger. Or maybe they fell asleep. Man, I don't know. That's awful. It's really bad. Well, my case is also about a robin. It's not the same one. You had a robin in your story. Oh. The female name. Oh, I was like, the bird? <laughs> Not the bird. <laughs> so my case today is about a mystery in Aruba. Not Natalie Holloway, which I almost did because I don't know a whole lot about that. It happened when I was a teenager and stuff, but it's before I really had the time to worry. Right. You know what I mean? I, I knew about it, but I wasn't involved in reading about it. Well, there's 300,000 I know. And I've never and really shit. even watched a documentary about it. I need shit. to. But 35-year-old Robin Gardner was staying with her boyfriend, Richard Forrester, in Maryland. They had recently decided to move in together, and they were looking for a new home. Robin loved travel, juicy Bravo reality shows, and her two cats, Kobe and Toonzy. 
Oh, stop. My kind of girl. Love That's it. cute. She was full of life, smart, and very big-hearted. She had been working at a Bethesda dental practice as a patient coordinator, but was recently laid off. Because of this, she wanted to get away and clear her head. Her parents lived in Orlando, Florida, and she visited them often, so she told her boyfriend she was going there. Before she left, she and Richard had an argument, and then she flew to Florida, but she didn't plan on staying there. From there, she flew to Aruba. She told Richard it was for a surprise family trip. Spoiler, it was not. What Richard didn't know was that she didn't fly there alone. She actually made the trip with 50-year-old businessman Gary Giordano, who paid for the trip. Okay. Yeah, so this allegedly was not a romantic relationship. At least, Robin was not into him at all and only saw him as a friend. They met online and had known each other for over a year. He was always traveling and would ask her to join him on his trips. She would always say no until this trip to Aruba. This time, she just really needed to get away. I get it. Yeah. Robin's friend Christina Jones did not approve of this trip at all. In the past, she saw texts from Gary to Robin when she turned down a trip on a cruise. She told Gary no and then went on a trip to New York with her boyfriend and Gary was pissed. Even though she's going on a trip with her boyfriend, but Christina said the text didn't sit right with her. Mm -hmm. He was aggressive and way too angry at her. Mm -hmm. Robin knew that Gary had this darker side to him, but she still trusted him and considered him a friend. I mean, we all have friends with anger issues and we're like, oh, but they won't <laughs> oh, hurt yes, me. Right. Robin and Gary arrived in Aruba on July 31st and stayed at the Marriott Hotel. Multiple people at the hotel and on the island saw them around. They explored the beach, bars, and a casino. Two days later, they went to the Rum Reef Bar and Grill in the Baby Beach area. And there's a ton of pictures of them together. Selfies, pictures of them on the cameras, everything. That same day... Robin texted her boyfriend, Richard, I love you. I care about you. We'll sort this out when I get back. So when they made it to this restaurant, some witnesses thought she seemed intoxicated. So it must have been enough for strangers to notice. And her waitress said she seemed woozy. They left the restaurant a little after four. And two hours later, Gary returned to the same restaurant and tapped on the shutters. Then he calmly walked around to the back near the kitchen and asked them to call 911. When police arrived, Gary was super sweaty and had a scratch on his neck. Gary said that he and Robin went snorkeling and the currents got too strong. He lost sight of her in the water and went back to the restaurant to get help. He took the police to where he last saw Robin in the water and they even took a helicopter to scan the area. A major search of Robin began consisting of 60 officials and FBI agents, Aruba riot cops, and volunteers. And no trace of Robin was found. And this beach is known for its shallow waters. And it, I'll 
try to post a picture of this, but at the dinner they had just prior, she had her makeup all done up. She had done her hair. She was dressed up. And they just go snorkeling right afterward, you know? Yeah. Kind of a weird time to do that. Yeah. But up until this point, the main goal was to search for Robin. But without any luck finding her, they decided to start poking at Gary a little bit. And wouldn't you know, they found several inconsistencies in his story. First of all, good old Gary was a licensed scuba diver and an excellent swimmer. So he... Uh-uh. The police found it odd because he immediately left the water. She was struggling, and he told her we need to get out, and he just left the water, goes back to the restaurant, calmly asks for the phone, calls 911, waits for 911 to get there, then and takes him to the place. You're no. already going to be dead. Yeah, no. That takes way too long. Start yelling at people on the shore, right? Like, doesn't add up. So they just didn't think it made sense that he wouldn't get back in the water or at least be looking for her. Because that time is of the essence if you're in a rip current. Secondly, when he arrived at the restaurant, he was wearing sneakers and his toupee that he wouldn't have been wearing in the freaking water. Not a toupee. <laughs> yeah. And he wouldn't have snorkeled with it either. So he took the time to lace up and put on his sneakers And it's very close by where they were allegedly snorkeling. And he made it a point to put on his toupee. Mm -mm. And when he arrived at the restaurant, he was calm. The employees didn't think anything was that major because he was so nonchalant about, hey, can I, can I call the cops? Not like, I need help. I need help. Oh my God. What's, yeah. Yeah. And also the police aren't lifeguards. I mean, I would be yelling at people on the shore that I could find, like, you know what I mean? Or something or yelling at her, like swim parallel to the rip current and don't like try floating or yeah. So next police start asking people on the beach about Gary and Robin. So no one saw them snorkeling that day. And one man said they didn't even get into the water all afternoon at the restaurant. Like I said, Robin had her hair and makeup done. She was dressed up real cute And I'm a beach person, but if I had taken the time to do that, I would not be immediately snorkeling right after. I would have already done that. And most people snorkel in the morning because the water's calmer, visibility is better. It's shark time at dusk, so some you can snorkel at 4 p.m., but it's just everything together makes it odd. It's an unlikely time for them. He would have known. Yeah. Yeah. We should have done this in the morning, right? Yeah. Or we'll do it in the morning. Yeah. Another guy who was fishing said that they saw Robin and Gary walking along the reef at 4.22 p.m., and he said he did not see them get into the water, and he said they drove off and he didn't see them return. The police were able to obtain some surveillance footage, and at various times, Gary was wearing different toupees. Like, he kept changing his appearance on person. Yes. To different freaking (laughs) colors, like gray, brown. I'm serious. He had a whole suitcase of them, I think. It's not funny. Sorry. But it's obviously he's changing it on purpose. Yeah. One video showed Gary in his rental car parked at the back of the restaurant. The windows were tinted so they couldn't see who was inside or who wasn't. When they searched the area where he was parked, they found blood on a rock behind the restaurant. 
which was about 100 yards from where they went snorkeling, allegedly. So the restaurant's there, 100 yards away. Well, then close by, there's the rock that's bloody. Then 100 yards away, there's the beach where they went snorkeling. It's all very close. Finally, the police obtained a video from the hotel, and it showed a fight between the two. At one point, Gary put his hands around her neck and forced her into an elevator. Oh, my God. Yeah, and this was not long before they went, she went missing. And after doing some digging on Gary, they quickly realized he was shady as hell. Turns out, in the U.S., he had a couple of restraining orders against him from women he previously dated. And they found an American Express travel insurance policy for up to $1.5 million that had been taken out on Robin and named Gary as the beneficiary. What? Yeah, nothing is more of a red flag than that. He's her friend they met online. She has Mm -hmm. a boyfriend. She has family. No. Mm -hmm. Only two days after Robin went missing, Gary was trying to redeem the money. In fact, he called four times asking about it. And he was so eager that the agent thought it was super weird. He called the police and said, this Gary guy seems way too excited about getting the money. It's almost like he's about to win something. Two days after Robin disappeared, Gary tried to leave. He tried to leave Aruba to head back home, but he was stopped and detained by police. They took his cell phone and found explicit photos of Robin on his phone. And it hasn't been revealed exactly what the photos detail, but it's said that they were, quote, beyond pornographic. So What's beyond pornographic? I'm only speculating, but for me, it makes me think she was either asleep or obviously drugged while he was doing something to her, which makes yeah. it seem, because when I hear beyond pornographic, yeah, I'm thinking something it looked like against her will or something. Or I don't she know. was not. Or um, unconscious, maybe. She wasn't, con- it wasn't consensual. Yeah, that's what it yeah. makes me think, but I, I have no idea. When he talked to police, he said that Robin had taken a sleeping pill that day and drank two glasses of vodka right before the rest. they went to the restaurant and they drank some more, so he assumed that in the rip current she drowned. So you know she's taking a sleeping pill and she's drunk and you're like, let's go snorkeling. She No, she wouldn't have. And you're a trained scuba diver, you know better than going, mm. I wouldn't think she would even get in the water. Well, all of her friends and her boyfriend said she would have never even got in to mess up her hair and makeup after doing that. Mm-hmm. Everyone said that. They're like, no, that's not her. Regardless, they kept Gary in the prison in Aruba for four months under the suspicion of murder, manslaughter, kidnapping, and fraud. Then a judge ordered his release due to insufficient evidence, so he returned to the U.S. Amex Assurance Company sought to void the travel policy that Gary took out in Robin's name. They claimed the policy was not legally enforceable because Gary and Robin were not married or related, they weren't business partners, and they did not own any property together. Kind of interesting. So the insurance company won their lawsuit and didn't have to pay out. They basically proved they don't really have ties together other than they're kind of friends through the internet. Right. 
The authorities have never believed Gary's side of the story, but with no body and little evidence, they don't have much to work with. To this day, this case is still unsolved, and there's still no trace of Robin's body. So another unsolved mystery. Those are the worst. He's just out and about. He wrote a book, and I'm not even going to mention it, what it's titled here. And her sister said, if you're reading this book or if you pay for it, you're giving money to the devil because it's about him trying to feign his innocence and about, oh, poor me. The cops thought I did it. Shady, shady, shady. So... Never mind. It just, just sucks. It, yeah, yeah. I, I just, uh-uh. And I get it just being like, he's asked me for it to go on trips before. It's going to be free. I need to clear my head. He's just my friend. No big deal. And then, I don't know. Here's the thing as a single woman. Mm-hmm. I have been invited. Right. On many trips. Yeah. With men. If I agree to go on a trip with you, I did not agree to sleep with you. Yeah. I did not tell you you were it's my boyfriend. It's not an invitation. It's not. I don't owe you anything. You it's invited true. me to go. If I yeah. decide to go, it shouldn't be stipulations on that. But a lot of men think Even that, if you are dating, yeah, that yes. doesn't give them, you know? Yeah. Just but Yeah. Like, we got to stop this, people. And it... Goes without saying, but she was a very beautiful woman. He looked like a troll. I mean. And he may have just. Okay, let me let me rephrase that. I do know a lot of women who are, for lack of better terms, kind of gold diggers. And they will be with somebody who looks like a troll because they do take them on trips or they have a boat or they do all mm-hmm. these things. But you know what? It's an exchange of power. I don't, I don't talk bad about those girls. They know what they're getting. The guys know what they're, they want yeah. arm candy. We've talked about this before. Yeah. And I, I mean, I can't, I don't recall what her boyfriend's job was, but right. I, it does, I'm not saying yeah, she was. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying she was. I'm just saying there's, yeah, it all I goes back to. Saying. Just because I accept an invite does mm-hmm. not mean she didn't owe him. I owe you anything. Sex, a relationship, no. and he kind of took it that way from the beginning. Yeah, and he's obviously got restraining orders against two other women. He's oh a creep. Gosh. I bet she didn't know any of that. Oh, I'm I'm sure she didn't. No, because her friend who didn't like him or just didn't like him from the text he sent her. Yeah, it just sucks. And this guy's still out there, probably dating people. And Probably dating my friends. <laughs> trying to get their insurance money. Jeez. Yeah. Well, switching gears, I have some resort safety tips. Oh, good. Do you want to hear them? I do. You know it. I have five of them. Number one, see if you know any of these. Request, don't request a room on the ground floor. I didn't know that. Stay no. between the third and sixth floor. These rooms are high enough to avoid easily break-ins, mm-hmm. but low enough to be reached. A fire truck. That makes sense. It's not something I would have asked about, but it I makes sense. I will ask from now on. I'm, again, mm-hmm. need to check and see what floor we're on. Don't keep your key in that paper folded thing that they give you when you check in because your room number is on that. And if you lose your key, whoever finds it knows which room it mm. belongs to and can go in. And rob you. Yeah, good point. I didn't think about that either. 
always lose that thing anyway. So. I know. I don't. Also, housekeeping. Turn your TV up and hang the Do Not Disturb access thing on your yeah. door. So strangers may think somebody's in there and they're least likely to try to break in. If you put the Do Not Disturb thing on your door yeah. and leave your TV on when I, you leave yeah. your room, then they're less likely. To I be. don't do that at home, but for some reason, I like leaving TVs on when I'm at a hotel. Oh, I do too. I never I'll leave off. all the lights on. Mm-hmm. I'll leave the TV mm-hmm. on. And maybe it's just I'm doing that so people think we're there. I don't know. I just do that. Or shut the – turn the light yeah. on and shut the bathroom door so they think yeah, you Yeah, and I've there. never done that at home, but I do that on vacation. I don't know. It's a safety tip. I mean, yeah. it's something. Um, always use the door lock. That well, flip, hell yeah. That yeah. flippy one. Or you can also buy this door jammer thing. That's like a portable door lock. They're on Amazon or any I have seen those. Store. I'm thinking about getting one. Yeah. Especially if it's going to be my sister and I and just our kids. That's a good point. We need something. Doors are easy to get bust in. Yeah, they are. On TV. Not that I've done it. Like, <laughs> I've like tried. I'm like, I break in all the time and no. <laughs> I'll kick this fucking door down. No. Meh. <laughs> Maybe it's not easy. Like you I don't get know. winded walking up these stairs. I know stairs. it looks easy on TV, but not to people like me. To people that are strong, burly men, maybe. Yes. yes. Anyway, or super thin, built, svelte people. Yes, those uh, those people. I've only seen those on the movies. Too. Same. I've never seen, I've never seen it happen. <laughs> okay, number five. Lock your values. Values. Lock your valuables in the safe. But use an additional lock. Hmm. So if there's two locks on the safe, it's more likely to deter a burglar. I feel like they're usually, though, the ones you close and push in a number. Right. But there's some of them have a thing where you can hang a little locky thing. Samuel so. always uses those. Does he? He put stuff in there? I don't think I've, I've ever never used done one. it. I don't even know how it works. Yeah. I don't think I've ever. Yeah. Use one. Is there anything that you specifically do when you stay in a hotel other than leave the TV on? If I'm walking by myself and I'm going back to my room, I'm thinking like on the cruise, if I'm going back to the room by myself and someone's walking down the hallway with me and it's a guy, sorry, but that's the way it is, I'll wait until they go in their room to go to my room or I'll walk past my room and like kind of. Yeah. I don't want them to know where I'm going. Yeah. Or be like, but, shit, and turn around and walk back the other direction like you forgot yeah, something. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. What about you? No. I just have fears. I, I look around like a, a I do, paranoid yeah. person. I'm like. Yeah, I do. But I do keep, that all the time. Yeah. I try to keep um, a watch. Mm-hmm. I don't like being in parking decks by myself. Oh, oh me either. Like if I have to park. Hate that. In the parking deck, like if they don't have Ugh. ballet, I don't like that I don't because I always feel like somebody's. There's so many scary movies. Sure. Based on that. Evil Dead Rise, also yeah. parking deck. Anyways, yeah, I get, I get nervous in those. I do too. Even at work, I get nervous in the parking deck at <sighs> work, which is probably silly, but I do. You never know. Would you stay 
in one of those like treehousey resort places like they have in California or Washington State. You know, like the big tree houses Maybe, that are way up. But I am afraid of heights. So I hope you scared it fall. Yeah, I'm afraid of heights. So I don't know. I'd have to see how tall it I would do one of those in Eureka Springs. Girl. But not in like the Redwood Forest, <laughs> probably. I'm just gonna be honest. What about uh, one of those igloos or um one of those little huts that are Maybe. out on the water like in Fiji? Maybe. I wouldn't do it alone. Well, no. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know if I'd stay in an igloo. I feel like that would not be comfortable or I don't know. Some of them are super nice. I'd have to Google that. I I can't afford those. Or to go to Fiji, but those little huts that are- I know exactly, yeah, what you're talking about. Outside, those look really fun. Would you stay in a haunted resort? Like- Alleged haunted, or like they're going to grab my ankles on purpose. No, alleged. I would, yeah. Of course you would. But if it was people going woo in the night on purpose to scare me, I would not. I hate that. What about that murder house you told us about? Mm -mm -mm. You wouldn't stay there? No. What if it was like a, they turned it into like a bed and breakfast? I wouldn't even go near the property. Really? You just said you'd stay in an alleged haunted. That's allegedly haunted. You wouldn't stay in that one? Oh, I thought you were talking about the one from Wacky Wednesday where they like grab you and torture no, you. Not I'm like, Hell mirror. No, 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 yeah. no. I mean the yeah. murdery house that you covered in California. <gighs> I would, but I wouldn't like it because it doesn't look that nice. I mean, it's like bare if bones. It was like a bed and breakfast. Yeah, I would. If you knew the story, would you be like, ah, oh, let's roll the dice? Yeah, I would. Because I want to experience something. You're nuts. So I found this resort called. The Madonna Inn, and it's in California, and it's all pink, looks like Barbie. Well, and that the rooms, cool. It's very cool. And the rooms are all themed, and there's, like, rocks on the wall. Like, it's built into, like, caves mm, almost. Okay. I love a quirky Yeah, that sounds cute. Hotel, as long as it's clean. Mm-hmm. And there's no exterior doors. I don't like that. I also found, because, you know, I like to talk about everything, uh... I found some spooky resort movies. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think. I feel like I've seen one. I'm sure I've seen one on your list. Of course, just for shits and giggles, The Shining. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Um, The Resort. I'm going to Google that while you're talking. I'm like, is that the one I've seen? Identity. I love Identity. I that is such a freaking good movie. How long has it been since you've seen that? Oh, it's good. Back in the day. I know. Oh, my like gosh. When it first came out. Hostile, obviously. I've never watched that. I've never back. seen any of them. Don't. No, you because don't like I don't stuff. like torture. I don't. Oh, the resort yeah. is. Uh, oh, yeah. I've seen the resort. Ugh. Vacancy, which I think is great. That's such a good movie. Man. See, look at these good ones. Oh, you need yeah. to make this list. And The Innkeepers. I know on, what that movie is, but I don't know if I've I've not seen it. It's on Amazon Prime, and I started watching it last night, but then I threw up. Long story. Oh, okay. so not from the movie. Not, not from the movie. movie. Not from the movie. I had some bad chicken strips. Oh, I have seen this. I've seen You've the seen Innkeepers. It? Yeah, yeah. I started watching it. I'm going to finish it tonight. Hopefully, I don't throw up again. Yeah, but it's from 2012. But yeah, yeah, it's an older one. I saw it not that long ago. I don't know why I forgot to mention it on the show, but yeah, I did see but it. It looks good. Yeah, man, that is. So, what's new with you? Do you have anything? 
I actually have a quick list too. <gasps> I know. Perfect. So I have a little list from armormax.com. The list actually had 22 places, but I'm shortening it. So these are the top five most dangerous places to vacation. Shut up. But I love a list. I'm going to warn you, though, a lot of it, it's not like murder and mayhem. It's like bugs and alligators. Yes. So that's scary. La Oroya, Peru. Yeah, I don't know if I pronounced that right. I'm not going to Peru. This Peruvian city is well known for being among the most deadly locations on Earth due to extreme pollution. Why the fuck do they have anywhere you could even stay there? The blood, le- the blood lead levels of the city's population have been frighteningly high, and many are suffering from respiratory problems. What? Yeah, I'm like, these aren't vacation spots, but okay. No. Fraser Island in Australia. Sharks. Due to venomous creatures. Oh, that was my next guess. <laughs> Australia has all oh, everything. Oh, yeah, they do. I love Australia. Well, I've never been there, but <laughs> they have all the deadliest things. Everything but. It's a stunning beach and happens to be one of the most deadly beaches. Wild dingoes, poisonous spiders, they all live on this island and it's home to deadly marine species such as poisonous jellyfish and sharks. Nica Crystal Cave in Mexico. And I'm calling BS on this because you are technically not allowed in this cave, but you have to like sneak in. So the cave has some of the largest crystals in the world. It's beautiful, but has flowing lava under the surface and is super warm and the humidity is way too high. So you can damage your lungs by entering the cave. Why would you do that? I don't know. I don't want to go in any cave. I know. I'm like, no one's going to these. Norilsk, Russia. I don't know how that's whatever. No offense, but this is not a vacation spot. It's dangerous due to the toxic air. It's also one of the world's most polluted cities. The entire city is covered in acid rain and smog. These are not vacation places. What the fuck? Where did you did you make this list? No, up? I'm going to link it up. Vanuatu, which is an island country in the South Pacific Ocean. It's dangerous due to natural cassette catastrophes such as cyclones, volcanic eruptions, and earthquakes. What? And there were a few U.S. places that made it on the list. Mount Washington, because of the amount of people who get hypothermia there. Because it's that fucking cold. Yeah. Not a vacation spot for me. Death Valley in California, because of car accidents. So it's one of the hottest places in the world. People get too hot and will veer off and wreck. Even in their own cars. I don't know. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't know. They'll wreck. I swear. New Smyrna Beach in Florida because of all the shark attacks that happen there. And I'm going to link up this list if you want to read them all. But I'm not going to be visiting any of these places. Have you ever been to Death Valley? No. Me neither. Uh, I. I've been to West Hollywood. <laughs> I love it there. I'm not going to Death Valley. Uh, I'll stay in WeHo. Thanks. <laughs> no. But that's that's a doozy. I don't want a vacation. Who's vacationing at these places that you just mentioned? No offense. No one's going to Russia for a vacation unless you're in Russia. What is the... So... I'm going to sound real dumb probably, but I'm just going to say it. I guess I wasn't aware that Russia had such a huge 
industrial parts of it? Is that, did you? I don't know. I mean, isn't that what acid rain and everything comes from? I guess. Where's Chernobyl located? It's somewhere over there, right? Look how freaking big Russia is. I know. Is it not like, um, is it not like in the Ukraine? So it's in North Ukraine. Oh, see? Yeah. Yeah. Well, was it, wasn't it part of like the Soviet Union? I'm trying to find this and read and I spelled it wrong. You've already got it pulled up. You tell me. Um... Well, I just have where it happened. Wasn't it part of? It's all over. It's all around there. Yeah, I don't know what's up with all the toxic rain in Russia. Huh. Well, here's another thing. I'm not going to find out, so. Yeah, I don't know. I just Googled it, and it's like, it could blind you. People live there? They can't. I don't know. They can't live there. I don't know. This They have a million... Articles about all of their, oh gosh, Norilsk, Russia, inside the world's most depressing city with toxic gas and acid rain. Uh, Yeah, no one's vacationing there. Give me a break. Man, I don't know. I don't know why they have all this stuff there. That's something I need to Google tonight and be smarter. And who makes this list? Somebody that traveled to all these places? That's a good question. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Well... I tell you what, if Death Valley is hotter than this Arkansas heat. <laughs> For real, I'm like, I think we're in Death Valley. If you've ever gone on a vacation and it was not the place you were thinking of, let us know. Uh, Yeah, if you have a vacation disaster or a vacation funny. Yeah, that's true. Let us know. Mm. We want to hear it. Until next month. Until next month where we finish out our summertime crime yes. series. Be safe. Be safe.